spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Tuesday. Oh, happy Tuesday. We're fun. Deal with it. Yeah, we are. We've got four hours of quality entertainment. Or something kind of like that. Or something similar, but not as good. Um, we got to kick it off with something that everybody, and I'm one of these guys, you know, let's talk about water in Arizona. And everybody's like, not that's sexy. That's boring. It's also smelly if you don't have any. So now we're getting drastic measures that are being taken in one Arizona town. And you and I were looking at this today, and we said we have to lead with this. Yeah. This is unbelievable, because I think we all know we're going to have a water problem. I think we all know when we went to the polls and voted, we're like, okay, whoever's the next governor, they're going to have to deal with this water situation. And then what we discovered today, and by the way, this is a national story, too. Yes, it is. It's not only the biggest story in, in Phoenix, it's a national story. Um, we knew that Scottsdale was going to cut the water off. From a neighboring town, Rio Verde Foothills. Yeah, about okay? a thousand people or so. Right. Listen to what they're doing now in Rio Verde Foothills, because guess what? When they turn the faucet on, there ain't nothing coming out. Ooh. Listen to this. I'm happy I have a pool, because every time it rains, at least I can cipher that. Finding ways to save and reuse water as the community sees an unprecedented drought. We use it mostly for showering, for, you know, washing clothes, the bathrooms. Let's put that into perspective for a moment. This woman is using the pool for water for showers. Yeah. For water to drink. So they drain the pool. Yep. There's no chlorine in it. They're yep. not they're not sipping a drink, you know, with a with an umbrella in that pool. Obviously it's too cold to do that now. They won't be doing that anytime soon. That is their water what reserve? Yeah, or? I guess it's a, this is what they this is all they have. By the way, I'm looking at homes for sale out there. Gosh. This is not some super rural thing where uh there's like, you know, eight uh, you know, trailers or something. Right. Here's a house. Uh it's two bedrooms, three bath. It's going to cost you a little over $900,000. Right. This is uh, this one acre is almost $200,000. This is an area where they have million dollar homes. This isn't some throwaway little neighborhood. So Residents in in this town, they're cut off by Scottsdale. They knew that this was coming years and years and years. Still doesn't make it easy. We're actually going to talk to a resident of Rio Verde Foothills at 3 o'clock. And wait until you find out how this man is coming up with creative ways to save water. Because his supply was cut off. All right, so here's one person, right? About five to seven days of water left. What if somebody came to you and said, listen, you have five to seven days of water left. What are you doing on day eight to get water? I mean, like, we take this for granted. We put on our faucet and the water comes out and we don't think twice about it. No. no. Okay, these folks. Feels very third worldy, doesn't it? Sure it does. Hey, guys, got to go out back and dig a ditch down to a well or have somebody come in and put, you know, tanks in or something. And that's what it feels like. And, you know, the fact that we could do that is still amazing. But he also knew it was coming. You knew for 10 years, I guess, that I'm hearing the 10 or 8 to 10 years that it was coming. But you would think. That in this day and age, in the United States of America, something would have been done so that these homes could get water. And apparently, that's not the case. Listen to this one person. I just cannot believe that a group of people would look at their neighbors and say, we're going to slowly kill off your community. 
That's what one person is saying about the city of Scottsdale. So Scottsdale shuts off the water to Rio Verde foothills. Um, here's another one. Within a matter of days, our water tanks at our homes will be dry. Let me stop it right there. Uh, so we looked into this. They have a, a lot of folks there have water tanks. They're big. Yeah. Right. And I know that, you know, uh, in, in researching this and you researching this, there are folks out there that really do have like two or three days of water left. And that's it. I know. And it's... I'm like, what are you supposed to do? People chat. People are skipping showers. They're showering once a week, maybe now. It's it, it is it's frustrating. You knew this was coming, but it, I want to know where's all the insanity of of. I'm sure there's red tape somewhere when somebody wanted to put something in somewhere, and then the community said, "Well, we don't want that in our backyard." And you know, I know that earlier this year they were talking about a salination plant out there in Pinal County, and Pinal right. County threw a fit uh, because like we don't want that here. There's ways of doing this, and some of us are going to have to suck it up. And realize that, hey, if we're gonna, we have a water issue, and we're going to have to figure it out. It's not just, by the way, it is not just. And you and I are touching on it. It is not just this little community. What's going to happen in the next few decades with the amount of people that are going to move here? Mm-hmm. It's huge. Listen to this. This should scare you. Circle of Blue, which investigates water scarcity, warns a worst-case scenario for Arizona could make Phoenix one of the most uninhabitable places in the world by 2060. By 2060. So I did the math. I'll be 87. You'll be, you'll be young and you'll, spry. You're going to be pushing 90. That's okay. Uh, still around, though, having a good time. We'll still be doing the show. Still be doing the show. Yeah. Uh, geezer and geezer. <laughs> See, but when you bring something like that up, hey, in in 2060, this place is going to be uninhabitable. They think first, another 9 million people are moving here. But, but I, I don't believe it. I know that we'll come well, up with something. It's the worst case, and that's right. just it. It's the worst case scenario. But part of coming up with something is understanding that there is going to be... Maybe a salination plant two or three miles away that you don't want. Maybe there's going to be some some factories and areas that's going to help get the water to everybody. And, of course, we don't know what's going to happen with the weather. Right. Uh, ten years from now, we could be in the middle of some sort of deep freeze, and we're like, we got too much water. <laughs> but, you know, some of this is self-inflicted. I was reading today, California in 2002 passed a bond to build a reservoir. They've still never broken ground on it at all. The rain this weekend... And the past several days would have been able to take care of 9 million people for well over a year. That Part of that is what? Self-inflicted. Same thing here with salination. Didn't do anything. If we don't do anything, right, right. then it's going to be the worst case. Because what was the – in California, they said uh, it was the, the rain was up by 600% or something yeah. like that. Six, you, 600%. Right. So – so, you know, do we have a governor that is going to do something about water? How big is this on her chart of many things she'd like to accomplish? But in terms of a necessity, I mean, I know that water sounds boring. I get it. I it get is it. boring until you don't have any. Residents statewide have been stepping up, some avoiding raking leaves up to keep the ground wet and using garden pavers to direct water into their plants and trees. So that the water trickles down and gets to the roots. Others opting for toilets with sinks above them. What is that? Hold on a minute. Wait, a toilet with a... I I, I don't get it. A toilet toilet with a sink above it? So uh, I'm not quite sure where they're going with this one. Toilet with a, a sink toilet? above it? 
Is that is it, Becky Lynn? Do you have a oh, toilet? Oh, like a jail sink no, with but, a seat above it. No, but that's um, that's a thing. It's a I, thing. I think, yeah. I think in Asia. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. So you can you can go to the bathroom and wash your hands at the same time. Yes, well, I don't yeah. want that. Pretty much. So I don't like that. I don't want my sink right above my toilet. And that's I disgusting. don't fault like. Cities like, uh, you know, even like Scottsdale doing some of these things because you have to think about your residents as well, right? Okay, that's a great point. But cutting off 1,000 homes, Scottsdale, are you really saving a ton of money? Of nowhere, right? I would be like, this is insane. But, but they you have it. They gave you time. But you don't have, uh, if you're Scottsdale, you don't, you don't help them. You've, you don't help them get a new source of water. You just, you just leave them. Kind of high well, I don't dry. know what's going on behind the closed doors. I don't know what happened in any of these things because I think a lot of these people, by the sound of it, I think, are you guys really serious about eight to ten years you might cut off our water? Yeah, they were very serious about it. Yeah, but no one thinks that they're going to be serious. There you go. Okay, so this is what we should do. We should talk to somebody from Scottsdale. Yeah. Let's find somebody. Let's uh, let's find you know whoever's in charge of the water out in Scottsdale. Have you tried to find a way to help them yeah. and they didn't like the help? Okay. Or did you just cut them off? Or, did you just, you or know. And, uh, This is what I'd also like to know from Scottsdale. How much water are you saving for 1,000 homes? There are 1,000 homes over in Rio Verde foothills. I wonder how many of them, though, are homes that are really going to pay the price. And some of them may have, you know, they've got enough money, judging by this, that they're bringing in wells. They've dug their own wells. They have certain things that they have that they can draw upon. I think that's a fair question to ask, too. All right. All right. At three o'clock, we're going to talk to a Rio Verde Foothills resident who's obviously furious. He's running out of water. Yeah. He's going to join us at three o'clock. Imagine if you bought a house there like two months ago. Yeah. You're like, wait, nobody told me this. Yeah. What if you're trying to sell a house right now? Yeah. How do you sell a house in Rio Verde Foothills if no water is coming out of the tap? So at three o'clock, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, very much uh, so. A a resident of Rio Verde uh, Foothills, uh, re, uh, he's a resident there. They have no water. Okay, uh, coming up next. Uh, was it racist for the Cardinals to hire a white guy on MLK Day? Oh goodness, who's saying this? It's the Gatos and Chad show. It's the Gatos and Chad show. Yeah, you just heard Becky Lynn. Uh, we have a new general manager with the Arizona Cardinals. He's white. And we got a guy at the Arizona Republic that says it's racist. It's racist to hire a white guy on Martin Luther King Day. Uh, so here's what happened. Yesterday, the Arizona Cardinals did hire a GM taking over for Steve Kime, who I think was you know here for about a decade. And uh, so I'm reading this article. Here's here's the uh, Greg Moore is, is from the Republic. This is what he writes. Here's the headline. Cardinals fumbled. That's cute. Yeah. Cardinals fumbled timing of announcement of new GM on MLK Day. So he says, these guys just don't get it, do they? The Arizona Cardinals have announced the hire of a new general manager, Monty Ossenfort. Yep. Good for him. And if he's successful, good for the team. But when Cardinals team president Michael Bidwell discussed his job search a week ago, he mentioned interviewing two internal African-American candidates. And he talked up a diversity training program. And all that kind of stuff. And then he hires a little-known white guy. That's what was, was written. Okay. So you're not allowed to hire a white guy on Martin Luther King Jr. Day? Well, it's uh, poor taste, I think, what they're saying. It's the, poor taste to announce it on I Martin guess. Luther King I, I, Jr. Day? I don't, I don't know. I mean, okay. uh, that's, the what, that's, that's what they're probably saying. Who's the best candidate? Uh, well, you know, the funny thing in the article, and, and, and Wiseman and I were joking about it, because also in the article it kind of goes out to say, well, he does have kind of the best resume. <laughs> 
So wait, 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 wait. He is both the worst candidate on Martin Luther King Day because he's white. At the same time, his resume it may be the best of all. He worked with, uh, well, he's done a lot of stuff, including working heavily with the, the New England Patriots. New England Patriots. Right, right. That's huge. So listen, do I know who Monty Ossenfort is? No. Not really. But he is the new general manager of the Arizona Cardinals. It's a massive job. And the Cardinals need to improve. Uh, Michael Bidwell thought that, that this was uh, was the guy. Okay. You know, when anybody wants to bring race up when it comes to the Arizona Cardinals, it's so easy. It's so easy. You can say anything. You can say a lot about the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. People have. And, and a lot of it's been uh, deserved. Um, do you know that the Cardinals, they've hired more African-American men to run their organization than any other team in the NFL. Uh, there was a point in the Arizona Cardinals, somewhere between, uh, you know, in the early 2000s, they had a black general manager and a black head coach. Boy, I don't think that's ever happened. Name one other place that did that. Is there uh, one of those right now? Is there a black general manager and a black head coach? I don't know. So Rod Graves was the general manager. He was black. Still is. Still is, by the way. 2003 to 2012. Okay. So he was the guy before Kime. And at a point, there was a head coach named Dennis Green. He's pretty famous for blowing that game against Chicago. We are who they thought they were. And saying that, okay? <laughs> now, he has since passed away, yes. sadly. Uh, but he's a he was a big-name head coach. So Dennis Green and Rod Graves were running the Cardinals organization, both black men. You know, the Cardinals are a charitable organization. Uh, the Cardinals don't look at your skin color. Uh and they lose a lot of football People games. are going to come out and say, <laughs> Steve Wilkes, though, you gave him one year and you okay. fired him. And then you've got, you know. Okay, let's go into that for a moment. Steve Wilkes was a head coach hired by the Cardinals, lasted one year. And I'll tell you this, I went to those games. It was one of the worst Cardinals teams I've well, ever it was, seen. It was, it was awful and to watch. And I got a chance to interview Steve Wilkes when he first got here. He's one of the nicest men you're ever going to meet. He's a true gentleman. Let me tell you, he was in way over his head. Yeah. And you know what? He got a chance in Carolina later this year, and he did a good job, which makes me happy. I think it makes a lot of people happy. He was not ready for the Cardinals job, and they were right uh, to fire him after a year. Yeah. It didn't have to do with the fact that he's black. Yeah. By the way, um, I remember you know Juneteenth is now a holiday uh, celebrated on June 19th throughout the U.S. Uh, as the day the last remaining slaves in the United States were, were actually yeah. told, hey, guess right, what? Right. Uh, owner Michael Bidwell, has he announced this a while ago. That is a permanent paid team holiday for the Arizona Cardinals. And he wants people on that holiday to reflect on the history of civil rights in the U.S. and how we can work together for a much better future. You can say what you want about the Arizona Cardinals being a bad football team. Uh, they drive you crazy. But they do not shy away from hiring black professionals. And for this man in the Arizona Republic, and he's black, and maybe he's got a much better, you know, uh, uh, we have is, it, is it the timing of it or is it the fact that he was white? 
See, that's just it. So if it's just the timing and it feels like hey, it's Martin Luther King Day, you shouldn't have done it, you know, uh, on this day because it still doesn't matter because today's Tuesday. And so it would have been okay on Tuesday. Yeah, that's what well, I know. It doesn't make any sense. Are you just looking to, to, to cause a stir? Right. 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 So we got an Arizona Republic uh, uh, guy. He's an opinion piece writer and says the Cardinals fumbled the timing of the announcement of a new GM on MLK Day. I would just like to know the rules. Just tell me what the rules are on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Are we really not allowed to hire a white guy? Because just tell me what the rules are. Because I never heard that. I don't think I don't think Dr. King would like that particularly either. No, and this guy should be judged based on whether or not he puts right. together the right people and staff around him, and whether or not this team will be any good going forward. Yeah. And Bidwell will have uh, obviously a say in that as well. Right. But they also they also. Uh, 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 interviewed many uh, uh, black people for the GM job. Adrian Wilson was one of them. He used to play safety for the Cardinals. He was a beast down in the field. But the Cardinals needed to go outside of the organization. That's what everybody and said, and they of did. It is bringing in, I think, somebody who has got this pedigree of being with a winning franchise. Because the one thing you say about the uh, Cardinals is. They're not a winning franchise, right. and winning starts at the top, and it's a mindset. And I, I think you know, you go look at the franchises, whether it be the you know Pittsburgh Steelers or you know the 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 uh, New England Patriots. There's a certain thing that goes with it, and they needed to go and find somebody, and they think this guy's it. And let's hope he is. Let's hope he is. All right. So coming up next, coming up, are you offended by someone wearing a Jesus Saves T-shirt? And should you get kicked out of a mall for wearing that T-shirt? We'll talk about it next on the Gatos and Chad Show. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, here we go with the Gatos Big Q Poll Question of the day. It is on the right side of the page on KTAR.com. Let's see. <laughs> Jesus is just all right. We got a man wearing a Jesus Saves uh, T-shirt. Yeah. And he was at the Mall of America. And he was ordered by a security guard to take it off uh, or leave because it was offending people. So uh, I asked, would you be offended by that T-shirt? Yes or no? Uh, 16% say yes. Then don't look at the shirt. 16% say yes. 84% say no. Uh, let's talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, very interesting cat. He wears a shirt. By the way, in the front it says Jesus saves. On the back it says Jesus. And then, you know, the coexist sign. It's got like a line through it and says uh, Jesus is the only way. Uh, and so... It, 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 I guess a week earlier he was in there and they he got a 24-hour no trespassing or soliciting guests, you know, because he was preaching. This wasn't one of those times. He says he was just walking around. He was inside Macy's. People were complaining about him. He says, all I'm doing is I was going to Macy's. That was right. it. When you say preaching, okay, and I'll just give you a quick example. Um, little street preacher. Sometimes when you go, when I go to a Suns game, there's always that one guy and he's near the arena and he's got a microphone and he's preaching about the end of the world Does he have coming. The big sign? Yeah, and uh, Jesus and all this. And I look at my wife, and we're both Christians, and I go, yeah, it doesn't help. No, it doesn't. That doesn't help. It doesn't help. No, it does not help. And someone should tell that guy down at the Suns game, uh, go away. People don't want to listen to you. Uh, and you're kind of, you kind of, you're creeping me out a little bit. Yeah. You're, um, you're, you're not helping. No, you're not you're, helping you're turning Christianity. people off. Right. Uh, so, so was he doing something like that? He in the said mall? in this instance, 
No, I wasn't. Okay, in this instance. The other time he was, he says, I was just walking. But you can hear the guy saying, uh, no, people said they're offended by your shirt. Uh, (laughs) Offended by your shirt is different than... I'm offended by what's coming out of your mouth. Yes. Because you have a microphone, and I don't really want to listen to what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. so uh, if you're offended by a shirt, look somewhere else. You know, I'm sorry. You know, at some point, get over it. All right. There's a lot of shirts I can look out there and say, yeah, I can see why people will be offended by that. But you know what I do? Uh, I just move on with my life. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you this. It's kind of disgusting, though. I was at a mall five, six years ago, and there was a guy that was wearing a hat. Gosh, I don't even know how to say this because I wasn't I didn't think about this when I just it just came into my mind. Um, how do I say this? This would be good. Good work with you. It's it's hard. Normally, it's hard I'm the say. one that's going to get in trouble. No, it's, this has actually happened. We're all sitting here on pins and needles. The, the hat didn't say anything. It was what was coming out of the hat. And it was a, the male genitalia. Put it that way. Oh. oh. It was a 3D hat? Yeah. Yeah. That was at the top of the hat. And he's walking around with just a normal hat, normal regular hat on, no different color. But he had the, you know. And I look at him, and I and I'm thinking... Because that, that's offensive. That's offensive. That's disgusting. There are children around. They're looking at that. And I just wonder, you know, from this, the, and he was a younger guy. And I just looked at him, I, and I, I'm just thinking to myself, what is the matter with you? That's what you get kicked out of a mall for. And even that's then, something you kick someone out of a mall. That's pornographic. That's disgusting. That is offensive, right? That's basically nudity on a hat. It's free speech. Okay. To, hey, people pay a ton of money to go to uh, art museums. And what do they see? Lots of nudity. Yeah, but when you go to an art museum, don't you expect a little bit of that? When you go to a mall, I don't expect to see that on a hat. Well, I should hope not. I mean, again, I so, a solid individual. I've seen a lot of stuff that is 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 questionable right, in places. Right, right. But at the same time, I just turn and keep going. Right? Okay, you okay. move on with your life. I'm not going to go raise a stink about something. Mm. Somewhere we have to say to people... Not everything needs to be a call to the police. Not everything needs to be a rush to have somebody thrown out of somewhere or silenced. Every once in a while, you move on with your life. Yeah, yeah. So a T-shirt that is offensive. It said, Jesus saves on the T-shirt. Yes. And he was ordered by the security guard, take it off uh, or leave. And, you know, this is a massive shopping center. So Have you ever been there? I don't think so. No, oh, I've, never I've been, been to the Mall of America. It's awesome. Have you okay. been there, Wiseman? No. It is, it's got a roller coaster in it. A real roller coaster. I mean, it is huge. Like, you could not believe massive. So, when you want to... <laughs> When you want to talk about offensive stuff, some people look at, all right, so you're at a mall, and I see a MAGA hat. That's going to offend some people. That might so I'm at somebody. a mall, and I see uh, a shirt that says, let's go Brandon, right? Ripping maybe, Joe Biden. Maybe that some people will be offended by that. Right? You but know? again, what are you going to do? What, why would you be like, okay, let's I see say. A tw- che Guevara shirt. Man who was uh, well, not the nicest individual to overthrow Cuba. Mm-hmm. I could. No, you right. know what? I move on with my life. Yeah. That's what I do. If if you are, let's say you're a Democrat out there and you walk past someone with a MAGA hat and you'll look at it and you might just go, ugh. And that's it. Are you calling somebody to say, I want that, I want that, I want the hat off? Some no. people may. I, I guess some people may. 
some people may in this day and age. Some Karens out there right. uh, are going to go out there and they're going to throw a fit and they're going to say uh, that that's offensive or it makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't think or, it made anybody feel uncomfortable. I think it made the security guard uncomfortable. I think he's the only one right because now. Because a I lot mean, of times it's the person's like, I'm offended by that. Rather than me take say, and say something, I'm going to go to complain to somebody else and they can handle the whole thing. Yeah. You think it was the back of the shirt instead of the front of the shirt? What did the back say again? It said, it said uh, Jesus, and then they had the coexist sign that you see everywhere with a line through it, is the only way. So so maybe some people thought that that, that was throwing some shade on them if they were Jewish or yeah. Muslim or, hmm. or whatever they might be. I see. Well, I see. you know, it's, uh, would you have done that if somebody said Allah is the only way, die infidels? Would somebody have said anything? No, everybody been afraid. Oh, I don't want to be racist. Everybody been afraid to. Oh, I don't want to be point. racist. Yeah. So, and this on, I, I, again, every once in a while we just have to go. I don't care about that tweet. I don't care about this. I'm just going to move on with my life. Right. I don't need to get involved. <laughs> Sometimes you just this go. Moment I will don't, pass. There you go. And you just keep on going. I don't like this TV show. I'm going <laughs> to turn it off. I don't need to throw a fit. Some people just wake up waiting to be offended uh. and can't and just love it. All right, coming up next, will a graduating high schooler soon be making laws in Arizona? Next. Uh, Sports Program brought to you by BetterHelp. If you're struggling out there with something, maybe you're struggling with your New Year's resolutions and, and decision-making. Maybe you're, you're struggling uh, whether or not a career change might be right for you. Relationships, becoming a parent, dealing with children, whatever it is, BetterHelp can help you. They've helped over 3 million people come together. with the, They're the world's largest therapy service. 3 million people have been sent to amazing therapists who have been professionally vetted and licensed. And it is Great. It has been a lifesaver for my, for my eldest and in ways that you cannot believe because uh, she's on the spectrum. And, you know, being in person, this is all online, is a struggle. And finding the right person for her was important. And boy, this has been incredible. Right now, save 10% on your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash Benson. You fill out a questionnaire. It's simple and easy. Then, boom, you're you're li- paired up with a therapist. If you don't like that therapist, at a click, you can move on to another one. You can do it online with a Zoom. You can do it via direct message. You can do it on the phone. Your choice. No waiting rooms. No traffic. Betterhelp.com slash Benson. That's betterhelp.com slash Benson. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Yeah, hey, if you miss any of the great show, shame on you. But there's a way to make it up to us. Go to the uh, Gators and Chad Show podcast. Subscribe right now on your iPhone, your Android. Never miss any of the exciting action. The Gators and Chad Show brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams, Realty East Valley. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com. Higherprice.com. Hey, make sure you hear it. 305. Scottsdale has cut off the water to a neighboring town. People are literally, they've emptied their pools. That's how they're saving water. Rainwater. That's what they're showering with, apparently. It's gotten that dire in a, in a, a place called Rio Verde Foothills. No water. No, no water. We're going to talk to a resident of Rio Verde. Um, I don't know what they're supposed to do now. So we're going to talk about that. This is a real big problem. We've got people who are skipping showers. We've got people who, there's no watering of the lawns anymore. There's none of that stuff. And a lot of uh, like Scottsdale's come out and basically said, hey, you know what? what? We told you guys this was going to happen, and this is the Maricopa County thing. This is not an us thing. Okay. Well, at 305, we'll have a Rio Verde Foothills resident on. He's got no water. How do you live with no water? Not very long. No. All right.
Um, <laughs> this is the time when uh, the Arizona legislature gets to work and they put out a bunch of stupid stuff that, you know, a lot of times uh, the red pen comes out and it gets vetoed. I think I got to be honest. I think Governor Hobbs is going to get uh, cramps in her hand from vetoing so many bills from a very far right Arizona legislature. It's possible. Listen, there are a few things I can get behind. Uh, we're seeing there are like 600 bills. Like one of them is there. They're going to look at taxing groceries. Should we scrap that? All right. That's something I can listen to. I can listen. to. Will that help high inflation? Will it help families who who aren't you know bringing in a whole lot of money? Maybe. Let's look at that. Unfortunately, what we're looking at is hand counts for elections. What we're looking at is pronouns for transgendered students. What we're looking at is, uh, oh, where should a drag show take place? When and where? This is st- this is the stuff that drives me crazy, Chad. Well, uh, it's the stuff that gets, look, out of the 600 bills that are out there, those are the ones that, like, you know, we're just talking about water. Right. Water's not exciting. 590 of those bills could be boring but necessary. That You really can, think 590 of them are necessary? Know, no. Bro, let's just say there's four or 500 of them that may be, you Maybe know. Maybe four or five out of the 600 could be necessary. But, you know, I, I, don't, uh, I don't think that, but we're only going to talk about the things that are interesting. It's, okay. like, it's like, we're not going to watch a thing called Real Housewives of Everybody Eating Kind and being friends with one another. <laughs> All right, so do we need a law? Uh, no more declawing of the cats. Okay, I'm not a cat fan. I'm, not, I'm really, you know, Becky Lynn, you, you know, you like cats. Should we stop declawing cats? I don't know. Is that wrong so, to rip the nails out? But I'm, I'm, yes, in my is. opinion, it is. And okay. I even have a declawed cat. And I always say, it. she came that way. Okay. I got her at the shelter. But she they're going to rip up all your furniture, and you, you're not going to own a cat then? Then don't get a cat. Okay, don't get a cat. Here you then. go. We uh, would not be the first state to outlaw <laughs> No, no, cats. we're not the first. Okay. There's a lot of states There's and cities that have gone yeah. about doing it. I guess my point is, do something that's going to help people's lives. Because declawing cats doesn't affect me. And it'll help uh, the cat's life, though. Okay. Yeah. Hand counts for elections. That's so wait, silly. we all have to go outside, and then they say... Who do you guys vote for? And we all raise our hand, and somebody comes around and goes, one, two, three, four. Because once they got to a certain level, I just start throwing other numbers at them. Oh, I'm going to start all over again. Drag shows? Really? We talked about that already. Yeah. The drag mean, shows. We did. It's not a problem here in Arizona. We're not bringing, we're not bringing your children to a drag show. Okay? Not that, yet. It hasn't happened in Arizona at all. Not a single, not, not one, not a single it time. Did. Would you really care? Huh? If it did, would you care? If if a kid went to a drag show, it's on their parents. So no, what if it was at school or something? Would you care? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you know, you can't do that at school. But no one's doing that at school. No, no one's not. bringing a drag a drag queen to a, to a school. This yeah, is that's not library happening. stuff. <laughs> Nobody goes to the library. Listen, if it was <laughs> happening, we could put a stop to it. It's not happening. It's not happening. All right. So the pronoun thing, you know, I've talked about it. The pronoun thing, this is about, uh, you know, I got to talk to your parents first before I start addressing you as something else. I don't want you doing something behind your parents' back. Then they come to me and say, hey, teacher's been calling me, you know, Jim or or, or Karen for a long time. Mm-hmm. And the teacher's like, I thought that was okay. Okay, maybe we it's, have a conversation about that. You know, it's amazing what the Arizona legislature, they look across the country. They see a story that that is like that. Right. Maybe the the drag queen or the pronoun. And then they're like, well, we need a law here because it's great fodder and good money raising. But I'm just telling you, it is a waste of time. Doesn't change anybody's life. Why don't you guys work for us? Coming from a guy who hates cats and wants them to be declawed. You probably want them to be depawed. I don't I don't hate. (laughs) 
I don't hate cats. I think hate is a strong word. Dislike is is a little close. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, you PC in the hatred of it. <laughs> no, I don't hate cats. I don't I hate don't you, but I uh, dislike I you vehemently. No. I don't want to euthanize, like, you know, fairly healthy cats. But do I care if their claws are... Not really. See? That's what I'm talking eh. about. This is the guy who does not okay. have any sympathy for anything. Uh, coming up next, <laughs> Scottsdale has cut off the water to a neighboring town. You probably don't town. care about that. I do. Are people storing water in their pools? We're going to talk to a resident there next.